Coming to you from the studios at the Illinois Rock and Roll Museum on Route 66, it's the Rock and Roll Chicago Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Ray the Roadie. And this is still Hollywood Mike Matoyer. How you still doing? Still Hollywood Mike. That's right. Not going to change that. Are I'm, I'm never going to no. out, outlive that one. I'm never, I never ran. Okay. So. I'm, I'm always thinking of a new name. A no, new, you know, I don't know if you can though, because it's official. It's on my motorcycle jacket. Well, that's true. That would be So official. you can't really change it. But you know, the reason why people started calling me that has nothing to do with music. No. Uh, from my day job, I work in like the science field. Oh, okay. And I went to a trade show one time. And normally when people go to those trade shows, they wear like New Balance sneakers and, you know, khaki pants and a golf shirt. And I walked in one day wearing suit and sunglasses and somebody said, hey, Hollywood's here. Oh, there you go. That's it. Stuck. It's been it's been my nickname since I was about 25 years old. Yeah. yeah. So going on like three years now. And my motorcycle nickname was Schlepp. 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 You look like a Schlepp. Yeah. It's because uh, every time they want to go riding and I always check the weather and if it looked like it's going to rain, I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to ride in the rain. I'm, I'm not personally putting my, and they said, man, you're like Schlepp Rock. Schlepp Rock. Uh, I got the, always got the cloud above my head, you know, with the rain and stuff. Uh, Schlepp was the name. Schlepp. All right. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to like die on the road and. And then uh, have a bunch of vultures circling overhead. <laughs> That's what's called a segue. That's right. That's what's called a segue. Well, there's vultures here in the studio. There are vultures here. So there you go. All right. <laughs> Let's say hi to the vultures. Hi, vultures. Tell us who you are. How you doing? Hey, hi. Um, so I'm one of the vultures. My name is Tony Cruz. And I'm Dan McDowell. And we also have with us here... My name is Aureus. I am not officially a vulture. I'm an honorary vulture today, subbing in for the lead guitarist, Chad. But I do play a lot on you know, multiple bills in the area with the vultures. I am another proud Chicagoland musician. And I am a huge vultures groupie and fan and know probably more about them than anybody else. So very true. <laughs> when they forget what they're talking about, so. <laughs> we'll come to you. A ringer. That's right. <laughs> so That's right. she is the rustling in the bushes outside your window. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's she's picking up the scraps that they're they left on. Yeah, behind. yeah. You can tell a lot about what you're listening to while you dance in your underwear in front of the mirror. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, how did this all come together? Who started this all? Well, Dan and I and Chad, um, we all kind of met. We've known each other for a couple of years, but we didn't officially really kind of like start doing anything until like 2021. We all met through like the local open mic scene and we just kept going to open mics. We just kept jamming out together. And the next thing you know, Dan, Chad and myself, we just started jamming. Talking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I worked at Bally Doyle in uh, Downers Grove and uh, often had whiskey while I was working. And so <laughs> I would just listen to no. all the musicians. No. Yeah. As a bartender. No. I know. I know. Well, and then, uh, you know, I just poach my favorite musicians that I would find in the open mic because I think that's how you do it. It's yeah. true. <laughs> yep. He did that. I, I was, I actually played there while he was bartending oh, one right. time and we well, did drink whiskey together but he sure didn't did. poach me because he only likes good music he said he used to work he used to yeah, work there right. yeah. that's right because he drank all the whiskey at valley that's, right. that's, right. that's impressive yeah. yeah so tony i know you are you're you play keyboards yes 
I'll just let everybody know what you're doing. You're you're on the keyboards. So yep. I guess we don't have to let anybody know what you're doing now because I just told everybody what you do. Yeah. And Dan, you are the lead singer. That's right. And rhythm guitar player. Yep. I'm Occasionally assuming. the lead guitarist. So okay. cool uh, thing about us is the three of us all right. So we got, you know, on Tony songs, I'll switch to the lead guitar, sometimes on Chad songs, and then I'll sing and play rhythm and chat will play the lead. Right. Which is kind of a cool system. So, and it kind of allows me to do a little bit of everything, which is very fun. Right. And I might mess this up a few times before I get it right, but it's, it's Arias. It's actually, it's a Reyes. So a Reyes. Like, like we, me. Like Ray, you know? A, a Reyes. So you got to think a, about it. A Ray the Rodius. A Ray is a schlep. Yeah, it's a schlep. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Don't call me a schlep. Excuse me. But no, it's okay. Everyone messes it up. So on my Instagram, in my bio, I have the pronunciation. And then, um, but I, I also understand why it's confusing because E comes before I. Right. And so most people think it's the opposite because that's the rule. But, you know, I, I am a, I'm a punk rock queen and I am. <laughs> Rules are made to be broken. And there's two R's in it as well, right? There is. See? See, I'm observant. Oh. I do. Oh, <laughs> indeed you are. But yes, just like a ray of sunshine or a ray. That's right. Slap. That's Perfect. Right. <laughs> I will never, I will never forget that. And you on occasion can be seen singing and performing and, and playing with the vultures. I know I've seen you on stage with them at, at Bally Doyle's. I'm pretty sure it was at Bally Doyle's when I saw it. Absolutely. No, I actually met Dan at Bally Doyle's. He was uh, serving me whiskey. You know, oh. it's a common thread, but I was the pretty girl that sang real pretty at the bar. So I was getting those Jameson shots for nothing, you know? Oh, yeah. See, it's starting to come together. The story as to why Dan is no longer at Bally Doyle's as the bartender. Yeah, and, and, and I've never been to Bally Doyle's. I've got to get there. Okay, but so he's gone now. So what so, good is it? So we are at, we are, let me tell you where we are. He's never been to Bally Doyle's, first of all. Oh, no. He's never been to Nashville. What? Oh. No. <laughs> you call yourself a music fan? And we came up we came up with one on Monday, too. No, you, I was just joking about that one. Uh, Hangover Park. I, I, oh, Hanover Park. Yeah, You've never been, been to Hanover no, Park. I've been to Hanover Park. Hang, Hanover Park. Okay. But yeah, he's never he's never been to Nashville. So I think we have to take this on the road and go to Nashville and see who we can yeah. irritate. Well. Be, you know there's somebody from Chicago down there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You've got, you've got one, two. Yeah. yeah. Trying to recruit a three right here. Okay. You know? Excellent. Excellent. I think I saw one of the earliest formations of this band because they also used to hang out as many of the musicians that we've had on this podcast um, at the studio. And I think I may have seen one of the first performances um, of you guys. And you picked up a few of the other guys that have played with you That's right. from roundabouts that area and a couple other jams. Why don't you tell us about some of the other people that you're playing with? Sure. Yeah. So uh, we picked up Zachary Sonny Edwards. So it's a great musician. Plays guitar, solo, shows all the time, um, but he's a great drummer. Uh, drums are his first instrument, so he kind of been itching to play some drums. So he's I didn't know he played the drums until like I knew him for like six months. Yeah. And then he decides to go back and play the drums. He's yep. great. Yeah. 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 Really good. He'll catch you off guard. So, and then we got uh, Mike Palumbo. So, yeah. Our resident guy, twice my age. Love him. Yeah. You know, if anything needs fixed, he's fixing it. He's right. got chords for everything. Um, it's great. I right. love that guy. Um, yeah. We've been through a couple guys guys just you know things don't work out but these guys are pretty consistent so yeah of all your the group of guys i think i i i don't know mike extremely well but yeah. i've got more of a connection to him because he he and i have a lot of common friends because we are closer in age and he's actually jammed with a couple of people i've yeah. played with before, oh yeah nice. so. he's a hockey player too so he's just yeah. knows every to everywhere we go he knows somebody that you know that's he's one of those guys right right he's got a guy for everything yeah great. <laughs> love having that guy in the crew it's yeah necessary. he's like he's like i, I got a guy yeah, yeah. I, I got a guy <laughs> exactly yep, yep yeah. that's mike <laughs> so tell us about the philosophy tell us about the band yeah so so i 
I guess the philosophy of the vultures is, I mean, again, you know, like, so what Dan was saying at the beginning, Dan writes songs, I write songs, Chad writes songs. That's how we all kind of just came together. We all brought our own like original songs and then we just kind of fleshed them out. And that's where we just kind of went with it. So. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, try to get everybody a little bit of, a little bit of shine. It makes for a fun show. Cause we play a little musical chairs, which yep. I think helps a lot. Shake it up a little bit. Keep it interesting. Some bands like to, uh, you know, the person that writes the song likes to bring the song and then it kind of acts like the director or the conductor until everybody's on board with the idea. Um, how do you guys do that? You, somebody show up with a melody and some lyrics and uh, everybody else just kind of adds their polish to it? Or how does that work for you? You know, we most of us had songs already written before we formed a band. So I already had my songs pretty fleshed out. I used to be in a band called The All Nighters with uh, um, uh, Henry Scherer. I think, you know, from Black Bolts. OK, and yep, they do yep. that spectral silhouette They're they're ridiculously good rockabilly. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a band called the all nighters uh, for a couple of years. So I played a lot of my songs and kind of fleshed it out with them. So when I brought them to the vultures, they were pretty formed. So we didn't really change much, uh, which is kind of fun too. So we actually, the first song we wrote together was our first single, which is curtains. Chad and I sat down with a case of white closet, you know, 1am and, <laughs> and, and knocked out a, what would be our first single. So, but okay. it's kind of interesting because the rest of them were kind of formed before we, you know, before we were even together. Together. Well, I'm curious. What did you do for alcohol that night? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I drank 11 of them. And, uh, <laughs> you know, which, which, which I think most people could do very easily. Right. 11, 11 white claws. Cause like, bam. <laughs> I know. And Chad had one and got just as drunk. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, she's calling him out. I think. No, I'm not. I love Chad. He's a very, very, very good, good man and a lovely guitar player. So anyways, yeah. but no, the cool thing about curtains is that now I get quite the honor of being able to sing it with, Dan and the vultures and everybody, because I do some background. Sometimes we trade verses. I absolutely love that song. So whenever I get to sing that one on stage with them, it's quite an honor. I, I think that's, I think you guys should perform that one then. Oh yeah. Oh, we definitely yeah. will. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Right now. Yeah. Like now. Like right now. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. 
Nice. Very good. Wow. Powerful, soulful, uh, sensitive. Dare I say tender? Sultry. Sultry. You know, a little bit. A little, little bit. No, I guess you can throw sultry in there. That was really good. That was good. Thank you. So where'd that one come from? That's our uh, the infamous White Claw Night song. Um, what it, I, you know, you write songs as well. Yep. Sometimes, like, you write a song out of stream of consciousness, and then you kind of afterwards are like, oh, you know, that's what yeah. I was talking about. So it turns out it's about a, a relationship, and I, I didn't even realize it at the time, but it's very much about that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a, you know, move to different places situation, and that's kind of how it split. So it's like... You know, your feelings are your feelings, but, you know, get yeah. to just move on. So that's kind of what, what that actually ended up coming from, which is interesting. I think I realized it about six months later. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of too late. You know, maybe, maybe no, we got some okay. after all. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it worked, I think it worked out for the better. But, okay. you know, it's just, uh, yeah. So that's kind of where that came from. And Chad, Chad's noodling on the guitar and I'm messing with some chords and kind of just spit out the whole song, really. Yeah, yeah. And we, we when we went to record it, um, I wrote the bridge um when we walked in kind of i was like oh, 
this would be cool if there was a bridge. Right. So I just immediately wrote yeah. a bridge that she remembers the words better than me on. And, uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that is why they keep me around. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm the old steel trap memory bank. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. That's well, good. Um, good. Yeah. No. And then we just kind of messed with it a little bit in the studio. And uh, yeah, that was that ended up being the first single. So okay. I'm proud of it. Yeah. Excellent. No, I like that. that yeah. That's great. So the, the, the guys that aren't here. Mm-hmm. What are they doing right now? <laughs> Where are they? Chad. Well, Chad is our other singer songwriter in the band. Um, he lives in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. So you said, yeah, I'm not driving out there. You guys can do this one. Something right? like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that Mike guy is an asshole. I'm not going to sit in the studio with him for 45 minutes and talk to him. He's like, forget <laughs> it. He's met you before. Yeah. yeah. Mikey Palumbo. I don't know what he's doing. You, you never know what Mike's doing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then. Zach Sonny Edwards, our drummer, um, he's actually doing a showcase tonight. Um, oh, is Black, he really? Yeah, yeah. He does, um, I think it's once a month, uh, the Vulnerable Showcase. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, um, where is that? At Black Dog Vinyl. Kevin. It is. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, you know, that place is starting to get more and more popular. I, I walked in the door for the first time like like three years ago and booked a couple of dates with them and ended up having to go out of town twice on them. And I'm just like embarrassed. I don't want to go back in there anymore and, and <laughs> blow so them off nice. for the third, you know, for I the third time. I would be embarrassed too, I could see, yeah. <laughs> They're so you know, nice. They, they have are. you back. They are. They are. They're, they're such, they are such yeah. nice people. They it's really are. Cool place, and, and, yeah. and, I, and I have been in there because I know a, a few of the people that kind of run the jam over there in nice. the whole bit. And I've, yeah. I've been in there and some of my friends have played there. Oh, yeah. It's but a it, good spot. It's starting to pick up steam. That's good. I, you know, yeah. I'm glad to see that because the first time, you know, first time I went in there, it was like me. Yeah. And I got to just kind of oh, hang yeah. out and drink beer with those guys and <laughs> yeah. go through their records. So. Yeah. That's uh, it's awesome. It's a dangerous place for me. Right. Yeah. Beer and records. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. So do you write anything, Tony? You, I mean, because I mean, you play the, the piano and you do some solo shows and stuff like that. You got any uh, thing in, the, in your repertoire? Yeah. So, okay. So when we joined the band, Dan, you know, like primarily had a ton of songs again, because, you know, he was in a band before Chad, who's not here, was in a band originally called White Hen. Um, and they would perform all in the city too, as well. Myself, I just started writing original songs just like a couple years ago. Mm. And I'm actually very lucky that one of those songs became our single. Yeah. yeah. Our latest single, actually. Yeah. It's called uh, And the Light Turns On. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Is, a, is it pretty much a piano driven song since it's kind of your instrument? It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It starts off on the piano. It's got like the little piano, you know, like intro melody. And it's actually really cool because like that stayed with the song for such a long time. And then at one point as we were recording it, I'm like, Dan, I'm like, you should do that melody on the guitar. You know, right. like the riff. And we did. It stuck. And now, yeah, it's part of the song now. Wow. So. That's good. That's yeah. good. I mean, the first time I met you and you came in, I, I, I think it was at the studio and uh, I can't remember if you brought a piano along with you or whatever it is where yep. you, you did. We're, we're working I on did. getting one there, by the way, but because um, we're getting more and more piano players to show up. But, you know, young folks, and I say young folks such as yourself, because I think I'm old enough. I th- I mean, he, he, he for sure is old enough to be all your your your, your fathers. And, <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Thank and, you very much. <laughs> and I'm old um, enough. I think I'm old enough to be your fathers as well. I'll, just, I'll just go back to my nap now. Yeah. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, it's refreshing because, you know, yeah, a bunch of young people nowadays, they want to pick up the guitar, or they want to sing, you know, or, or whatever. But, you know, there's a few instruments that tend to kind of be dying breeds when it comes to wanting to learn them. One is the piano. And you don't see a lot of young cats playing trumpet, playing, playing saxophone or doing that kind of thing anymore. So it's good to see that kind of stuff happening. I also play the trumpet if you're looking. Yeah. Oh, do you really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, right. I didn't Dang know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a pianist. That's where well, I started, yes, actually. I, I do know that. Yeah, yeah so that's that's yeah. news to me, and that's heartbreaking. I think the piano is like the best way for kids to kind of learn and have, you know, treble clef, bass clef, like a good range of sound and a good, it develops a great ear. It helps yep. music theory come so easily. So that's that's very sad. But no, I'm a pianist as well. 
well. So you know, I highly encourage, you know, piano lessons. And I see like in the Illinois rock and roll, you know, museum here that right. all you have the studios with all the stuff that you're going to do lessons in. So right. hit me up if you need some piano lesson. Well, you know, I, I think you met the the president and CEO of the museum a little bit earlier. They have a chance to meet Ron. Yes, we they did. did. Yeah, so that's, that's the guy to talk to. That's awesome. Because <laughs> I, I know they're going to be doing that. Uh, they're going to be doing that eventually. No, that's awesome. But I think Tony can really relate to this as, you know, a songwriter who's a piano. I think that being a pianist and a songwriter, it lends itself to a lot of different melodies mm-hmm. and a lot of different arrangements of what of you can do with a song, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think having that, obviously, in the Vultures is a huge asset that they have to have both a keys player and a, you know, two really competent guitarists as well, right. you know, because then now they're this full idea, there's the, they're this full project that can go so many different re- directions in the alt rock world, you right. know? So I, I think it's fantastic. Right. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, um, you know, a, a guitar is a lot more mobile. Mm-hmm. You know, it, oh. it's, it's getting, you know, oh, yeah. it's, it's getting better with keyboards nowadays. Um, but, uh, but still, I mean, that's, that's a pretty large piece of equipment to be hauling around with you. Doing all yes, it is. Stuff. It yeah. is. Oh I'm, yeah. We know all about that. I, oh yeah. I'm kind yeah. of a snob though. I, I carry that 88 key weighted key Yamaha See, with that's me what I mean. yeah. in the back of my car at all times, because you just never know when you're going to have to play, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, but that thing, it, it's a, when I first moved to Nashville, I had a mini Cooper. And so the edge of the piano actually had to go between the driver <laughs> and the passenger seat because it wasn't long enough to fit in there. Right. And I would just have it in my car with me. It would slam my arm. I'd be trying to like shift or something, but yeah. Hey, it was worth it. You always have to be ready for that, you know, open mic, that whatever, that opening show and stuff like that. And Tony's pretty good at that as well. He's always got that on him. Speaking of shows, that's actually what makes it really cool when we have a show with Arias because she's a piano player. I'm a piano player. So we're like, Hey, there's a guaranteed piano at this show. So, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we share it. Yep. Truth be told, the only formal music lessons I ever took were organ lessons. Nice. Oh. And not piano. Not piano lessons. Organ lessons. You made it harder on yourself. Yeah. yeah. You got the feet involved. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That, that was exactly it. And it was all because I saw my, I'm, I'm not kidding you. His name was Ricky Ricardo. Ricky Ricardo. His name was Ricky Ricardo. He was in third grade and we're at a school assembly. I went to little Catholic school and here's my friend Ricky Ricardo up in front of the entire school playing this organ. Right. And I'll never forget. He played the Marines hymn. You know, <laughs> you know he played the Marines hymn. Right. And I went home that night and I said, my dad, Ricky can do it. I want to do it. I want an organ. I swear a week later, there was an organ in our living room. And it was, it was one of those, it was one of those 1970, you know, 374 Wurlitzers that Ray Charles would occasionally oh, yeah. spin around and play double keyboard and a whole bit and the you pedals and everything. Thing? in there. I do. Yeah, I, cool. still, I still have it in yeah. the, wow. in, in my basement and you know, it needs the electronics need cleaning in the whole yeah. bit. And I keep telling, I, I offer it to a lot of people. So I'll offer it to, to you. If you ever, it's not heavy. I mean, I can pick it up off the ground. It, I can, it's just, you know, you can't carry it upstairs by yourself or anything. Sure. If anybody ever wants to come and pick that thing up and gig with it, cause yeah. it's, it's got a direct out and everything on it and and he awesome. just go up there so and just cool. have this real organ. I mean, there's no sound like it. <laughs> there, there really isn't to have, a, to have a real Wurlitzer with a warbling speaker and the whole bit. I mean, you can't duplicate yeah. that sound. That's serious. <laughs> and That's I just, I'm not, I'm not good enough to play it anymore live. So I don't, so I don't do it live, <laughs> but you know, so what else do you have planned for us? What, what else do you, uh, you have prepared? Oh man, we got a couple of cool things this summer coming up. We just played at Reggie's this week. Uh, yeah, always yeah. a good time. They did a cool like a uh, couple of bands come in and you flip a coin to see who plays first. Oh yeah, that was a really yeah. interesting show. Oh, that so, was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zach Fed- Zach Fedor and the uh, something opened up for us, yep. and then uh, flip a coin and went first. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I don't mind the eight eight thirty slot. Right, um, right. You know, and we've got like specifically we've got the the Homegrown Festival. I think you're familiar yep, with yep. that. Um, so uh, is, are they doing 
doing that in Lyle again this year? They're doing yep. that at base camp. At base camp, so yep. actually this Friday, there's a battle of the bands. I know this won't be out quite then, but right. this Friday we're, ju- we're the judges for a battle of the bands, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's neat. So yeah. actually her and I came up for that uh, from Nashville. So Oh, right no here. kidding. Yeah. So oh, that's great. Friday, same place, base camp in Lyle. There'd be like four bands and then we'll, we're the judges, which is pretty cool. So the two of you have recently been spending time in Nashville. Then. That's correct. Yeah, we both live there. So I just moved. I didn't uh, know that. When did you when yeah. did you move there? Maybe two months ago. When they fired him from Valley Dog. That's yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody within 50 miles would hire him around here. So You're he's kidding like, me? That's ah, when hell. I pounced. That's when I recruited him. I was like, hey, you need somewhere to go. <laughs> exactly. So so do you travel back and forth to do the Vultures thing? Yeah. Or what, yeah so that's working. The right. boys all still live up here. Um, and then like a lot of times, like we we're saying, her and I are on the same bill, the Vultures in a race. Okay. So we'll plan it out when a weekend every month or this month, it was a week. Um, right. Come out and play and see everybody, and it's kind of great. You know? Yeah, it's like a built-in vacation. It's been going really well. <laughs> yeah, so far. It's yeah, awesome. I got scared for a second when I was like, "Okay, he's moving." I'm like, right. "Lead singer gone." <laughs> you, you're driving back and forth. You're flying. Yeah, right? you're, driving. You're, you're driving back and forth. Okay. I got a pretty sick Ford Transit Connect. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So you can actually fit the Mini Cooper in the back of the I, yeah. I actually made so many jokes about that at first when I first got it because I was devastated. I was like, I drive a two-seat like Mini Cooper. How am I supposed to drive this eight-passenger van? It's quite a switch. And they were like, oh, just take it with you. And I was like, oh, it's a genius idea, actually. I'm totally down. But no, um, it's uh, it's been really good being able to have more and more musicians that have come to Nashville. I kind of went, in the friend group at least, I was sort of the first one to move to Nashville. Um, There's some people like Kenny Haas who went before me and stuff like that. But in the friend group, I was kind of the first one to go down. And then my guitarist and bassist eventually from here eventually moved very shortly after. And now we've got Dan. And so I think it's now become this really cool pipeline where you got to get, you get the people at home, the people that you really care about and you want to take everyone with you, you know, and it's, right. there's a lot of hope. And so coming back here, then it's awesome as, you know, young bands where our careers are very fragile and we need to build that platform. So having these multiple locations to be able to gig in and to create these pipelines between is absolutely crucial to uh, become building the platform, the fan base, stuff like that. So trying to get the vultures down in June for some shows too. And it's been, it seems to be working out. They played right. a couple of my single release parties over the summer in um, Nashville. And I, I, it's been such an honor to come back and, be part of this community too, the community that kind of founded us. Right. Now, have you been playing uh, mostly in like that downtown area around Broadway in Nashville or are you were like on the outskirts of town in the whole bit? Because yes. there's, there's some great clubs out there. Oh my gosh. The, absolutely. You know, so, I mean, that's the, you know, in my, in my opinion, Broadway is like the touristy spot, right? Uh, but you're it, completely it's, correct. It's, it's the fringe of this, uh, fringes of the city where people, ha- yeah, that's the places to go. Nashville <laughs> is not just country. Nashville is oh, everything. Right. It is right. a mecca of the music industry. Right. So Broadway is, you know, for bachelorette parties that want to listen to Tennessee whiskey 92 times and cry and get right. really wasted, you know, that's, and, and, you know, and that's great. And Excuse those, me. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. I can't listen to that song one more time. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, believe you me, Mike Hollywood, me too. Oh. Um, but anyways, like, <laughs> but no, I think like, uh, the, the part, one of the clubs that I really have kind of come up in now, um, was alley taps. It's in printers alley, just a block North of Broadway kind of runs perpendicular to Broadway. Right. And it's, one of the few bars that does really encourage original music and they love it. They're totally cool with it. And you put on your show there and I, you still kind of get that touristy feel because people, it's so close to Broadway. People walk up there, you know, probably cause they're lost, but whatever, I'll take it. Right. And then they, they, 
kind of stumble upon an original musician like myself or like the Vultures. They played, you know, on my set there as well. And it was a really awesome place. And then you go a little bit south into Franklin, you get the best bar in the world, which is Kimbrough's. Everyone's jamming in the back room there. Love Kimbrough's. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're going to hopefully play there with J.J. Smith in June with the Vultures. Okay. So, no, there's a lot of really, really great places. I play a lot at the basement venues, uh, a lot in the East Nashville, the young hipster section of town, you know. Yeah. I don't know. And, um, The benchmark was, I can't remember if that's on Broadway or if it's over there in Printer's Row. Ben, benchmark. It's called the benchmark. benchmark. It's called the benchmark. It. I am not familiar with a bar called the benchmark, but then again, all those bars are constantly changing yeah. over all the celebrity, you know, country musicians are buying them and flipping them and all that stuff. Right. But the, it could be in Printer's Alley. There's a lot, and there's also a lot of rooftop things too. Right. So it could have, it could be something like that. But benchmark, I think, is a whiskey. It is, but it, but it's also the it's, name of a bar. It, yeah, that's it, why it's I was, also the name of a bar. It makes sense because I, I, I was, uh, I was there pre-COVID, and I just walked in there because it said, "Oh, benchmark, they got to have bourbon there." And you know, I mean, I, if you want to find me, just look for a bourbon bar. Same. And so I decided to just go into Benchmark and there was a guitar sitting on a stand. And I said, um, anybody playing tonight? And the bartender goes, go ahead if you want to. That's how it is. Sure. <laughs> Literally. No, yeah. that's, that's, that's cool. That's yeah. how it is. When I first got to Nashville, wow. I would, no shame, just even walk up to the Broadway stages and be like, Hey, you want me to play for five minutes? I promise I'm not terrible. You want to take a lap with the tip bucket? Want to yeah. like rest your voice from this four hour set? They're right. like, all right, sure. Why not? Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't suck. And then I made friends. That's it. <laughs> well, it's uh, located on second Avenue North. Yes. Unfortunately, it is permanently closed. closed. Oh, that see, that's because I yeah. played there. Yes. yes. <laughs> it says right here, right here on the, right here. I just Googled it and it says uh, when Mike Matoyer played here the next Day they permanently closed. Yep, they're like, nope, we gone. Yeah, We're it. done. We're out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Broadway Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Benchmark Mike. Right, right. No, like, so, no sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Please. No, I was gonna say like, okay, so like, so like, speaking of some places, we got some cool shows coming up at the end of May, and Arias is a part of them too. So on Friday, May twenty six, us the Vultures, Arias, and the Kings Rising were playing at the Fox Rivers Edge Theater in Yorkville. So we're gonna be there, and then the next night, the twenty seventh of May, we'll be there again with Arias and Isabella Snow at Golden Dagger in Chicago. Okay. So, Excellent. Excellent. And what are the dates? Uh, Friday, May 26th and Saturday, May 27th. Okay. I was making sure that's far enough out so that when this airs, it's a promo for you. (laughs) That's right. And uh, the whole month of June, you're going to be in Nashville? Uh, Not the whole month. No. But I think like a good weekend. Oh, yeah. 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 Or almost a week. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Send me send me some links to yeah. uh, to some of those shows because I got a lot of friends yeah, in Nashville. Gotta, I'll tell them to go check you guys out and and, and see it for sure. Awesome. You got a yeah. big show in June too. Oh yes. So no, I'm throwing a at the basement. I'm throwing a kickoff to Pride uh, with some other musicians in the area too. And so that's gonna we're gonna get crazy because that's <laughs> that's all. Okay. So my whole brand. I'm a pop princess diva. Okay. Yes. Like queen shit work. Sorry. 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 Yep. Sorry. Sorry. No. You, Bleep that out. Th- no. This is this is a podcast. Podcast. Okay. Can, yeah, all right. Can, oh, yeah, you know, we can, we can all say shit. We can all, we can say shit. I know. No shit. Like, like, oh. <laughs> well, because I was just on a podcast last week in Nashville and he was specifically, I could tell not swearing. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, just, I didn't even know how to contain myself, you know, but no. So we're, I, I do wild stuff. I love to do this like dramatic costume change, lots of glitter. You got to put on a show. You I've know? seen it. I know it, it's, 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 it is electrifying. That's the best. When I first saw one of your 
clips. That's exactly what I thought. You were wearing some kind of outfit that looked like you were on fire. Oh, that yes. From one of my, the Battle of the Bands last year when I had like the red yes. fringe and everything like that. Yeah, it was, but, it was like a Hunger Games thing or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm such yeah. a fan. We yes. just watched the Hunger Games not that long ago. Oh God, it's so good. Anyways, but no, so it's awesome also because I am a huge advocate of the LGBT community. So being in and getting to be their ally and uh, having like a lot of the, you know, drag queens and local, uh, you know, queer performers and stuff like that is such an honor to kick off that whole weekend and at a great venue like the basement such an awesome venue there's i'm really i am hoping for a lot of things that i can't say on air that we can really make this this one there's some there definitely some rumors on people that we might get on that bill that i am really really stoked wow. for so cool. that one yeah i'll send you the link to that so you can uh have your friends come out for a really fun and sparkly evening <laughs> a sparkly evening yes That's right. absolutely uh, so you got another song for us yeah yeah we're here we're here we want people to hear the music right yeah. oh, that's it that was good that was perfect <laughs> awesome good. very good it's just spectacular everybody excellent <laughs> i call that three note <laughs> uh i guess yeah so we're gonna we're gonna set these up okay, again for get you get your keyboard I'll play. Uh, I'll play another one of mine. Uh, Blackout. I think I definitely played at the studio when you were hosting that one night. I believe I borrowed your guitar.
Tony, Tony, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, there's Man. groupies here. Yeah, up. there is. <laughs> well, they, they, you know, they brought their own. They you, did, you know, they, the, yeah. that's that's a pretty smart thing. That it's bring your own yeah. You have to get an entourage. You know, if you're going to be a rock star, you have to play the part. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right. You know, I think that's the name of the next album, Entourage of One. Mm, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or, or the next song, Entourage yeah. of One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I think, um, you know, the first time I, I heard you guys as a band, I, I thought you had something going on. And, and in listening to uh, you guys most recently, and especially today, you, you know, I hope it happens for you because how can it not? I think you guys are coming. I think you guys are coming along at the right time. The style of music, the style of things that you're writing. I don't know if it's by design. I don't know if it's just what comes out of you when you write, but right now that, that music is hot. I mean, that's, that's the thing right now. It's um, and, and I, I don't know how to say this without, without it sounding almost like an insult <laughs> because, because the hot thing right now is let's take three chords. Oh, let's, yeah. let's take four chords and yeah. make them as funky as we can make them yeah. right? and throw some words, or, words over the top of it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the Tom Petty philosophy for writing a song. Sure. If it's got more than three or four chords, it's too complicated. You don't want to deal with it. Right? Yeah, I got a whole slew of songs that have 40 chords in them and I yeah. don't enjoy playing them. So yeah. <laughs> I'm you got to think too much. Yeah. Right? Like I like and this. Believe me, when you get older <laughs> yeah. and you have to remember words and chords, you're like, no, screw that. that. Put this back over there on the notebook. Uh, yeah, you I'm already there. You put your guitar. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm already there. Yeah, no, I like I like simple. I think I, I yeah. really like simple for, for writing. And that's kind of always been, you know, since I was, you know, you know I, I wrote like an album when I was like 18. That's very confusing and complicated yeah. for no reason. And then after that, I was like, you know what, man, <laughs> you know, four chords is fine. I, I, I think, yeah, I think, uh, I, I, I think everybody goes through. Yeah. That. I, I, uh, so I, I was hosting the jam on Sunday, which I do every Sunday. Yes, sir. So you guys are always yep. welcome on Sunday. If you're in town or whatever, please come out. But, um, you know, I met somebody for the first time and, and I said to this person, I'm, uh, I'm going to hide the identity of this person. But and I said, you know, I said, so what are you going to do? And this person says, well, you know, I feel that people don't really recognize the artist inside of them. And sometimes what it needs is they need to look out into the crowd and see that the artist is being reflected in the eyes. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I meant was what song are you going to play? <laughs> What are you going to play? You know, you know what you, I mean, I can tell you right now, nobody here is going to know how to play whatever that was going to end up being. Whatever that means. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is this is a jam, you know, not a, not a gig yeah. or, or, or a rehearsal. So yeah. pick four people so, and three chords and let's go. Yeah, so Mustang, Mustang Sally it is. Yeah. I'm still Whoa. looking for my... No, no, that's on the same list as Tennessee Whiskey. Yes, it is. And, Sweet Caroline. Yeah. Wagon Wheel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still looking for my guitar. <laughs> you oh, left yeah. it on the lawn. Oh, <laughs> Get it off your lawn. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this has been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of fun. Thank you guys for coming out. Thank you. Thank you for coming up all the way from Nashville, where I've yeah. never been. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you. Um, do you guys have a uh, Do you guys have a website or anything like that? Or are you just working through different social medias or, or what's that? Yeah. So everything, um, if you type in the Vultures Music, um, right. it'll come up on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and okay. then our stuff on like Spotify, Apple Music. It's the Vultures with an exclamation point. <laughs> with an exclamation point. That's right. Yeah, okay. That's what 
Yeah, that's what changes us from like the other ten bands that have the you know you know the vultures. In we there. come up first in now, so I don't know if we actually needed the exclamation point, but at first it seemed like we did. Yeah. So right. now now we come up at if anyone searches for it, it just comes up. Yeah. And Arias, how about you? Yes. Absolutely. How can people get a hold of you? Oh yes. Um, well, my number is um, <laughs> no Eight, I six seven five three zero nine. You're welcome, world. No, I am also primarily. I'm a youngin, so I do uh, do all the social medias. Um, I am Arreus. That is A R R E I S. Rising like the sun, like a star, or if you are a white female under the age of thirty, like the horoscope. And anyways, but I am Arreus Rising, and that is Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok is usually. I think what I do the most of, but yeah, if you, if you Google that and just Arrayus on Spotify, I just released an album okay. called Vices. It's a dark pop nine song saga. And that's very exciting. All right. So and if you're lucky and you go out to see a show, you might get a twofer. You might that's see right. Arrayus along with the vultures. Oh, I would, I would, I would, there's no place I would rather be actually. These oh, boys wow. are, are absolutely fabulous. Not only are they fine, fine musicians, but they are just great friends and excellent people. And that's important in the music industry too. Yep. Wow. She likes you guys better than the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Take that. No, thank you. That's great. That's maybe, maybe my guitar, maybe I left my guitar on the beach. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to go and look. Let's go find it. Uh, let's go look. Thanks we'll for coming out guys. I got to run out to the beach yeah we'll see you guys later thanks for being here thank you thanks guys all righty well that was the vultures you know they are one of my favorite local original bands they sound great they they are fantastic i i'm i'm so glad i met everybody in that band they're just an amazingly talented group of of, of young folks that are uh really practicing and really honing their craft extremely well i'm so glad they came in here and i'm so glad they brought Arias with them as well yeah definitely definitely she uh she seems to really know her stuff man yeah absolutely yeah. um she, yeah and, and it's kind of strange almost any, everywhere you see the vultures or at least one or two of the members because they all do their own thing mm -hmm. you know they're 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 drummer uh their drummer also sings and plays guitar and tony performs a you know solo gigs mm -hmm. with his keyboard which is again something you don't see very often no. it's people you know they bring their guitars around for solo acts yep. and the whole bit and Arias does the same thing and you always see the two of them together um they're they're fantastic they really are yeah, it was, it was uh, are. great to have them i yeah. really enjoyed that and uh, you don't think one of them took my guitar do you you know, they could have. No. Well, yeah. I'm just going to keep looking until I find it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I. you know, did they come in with jackets? I didn't notice. I didn't notice. I didn't yeah. notice. I'm just going to keep looking. It's, it's somewhere around here. It's brown. Okay. It's brown. It's brown. You have right. a brown guitar? Yeah, okay. Three, three brown guitars. Three, three brown guitars? Three brown guitars. Wow. So, and one of them's missing. Okay. So I'm going to keep, look, keep looking. So uh, I got to get, I got to get to looking. So thanks for listening as uh, always every week. Uh, we'll see you next Tuesday for another exciting episode of the rock and roll Chicago podcast. The rock and roll Chicago podcast is edited by Paul Martin theme song, courtesy of MNR rush. The rock and roll Chicago podcast does not own the rights to any of the music heard on the show. The music is used to promote the guests that are featured. Rock and roll Chicago. Rock and roll.